0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu
1: slash podcast.
0: With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for ninety nine ninety nine after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day.
1: Limit one per account slash
0: household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details.
1: It's time! With Bruce Buffer. And now, it's time for the voice of mixed martial arts. We are... It's Bruce Buffer. Bruce Buffer. From the shores of Malibu where the waves are pumping to the Great Wall of China and back to the streets of Brasilia, Brazil, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show where we talk about what you think about but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will voice it for you. My co-host TJ DeSantis and I are here because this is no-holes-barred radio and that's the way we roll, folks. Sex, drugs, rock and roll, politics, President Trump, COVID-19 we have to talk about everything on this show so let's get it started and let's get this party started it has been one heck of a week TJ DeSantis how are you I'm good um suffering from
0: allergies I let everyone know that I'm not feeling well and they they always think the worst I'm like nah nah don't worry it's just just allergies and uh yeah COVID-19
1: is that worse than COVID-18 or is it less than COVID-20 I don't know well from every from everything that's going on, I mean, just, you know, from the results that we uh, went through, you know, last week, and we have an update every week on the show, it's just worse, period. Uh, things are happening, the repercussions that are going on around the world, not just for people getting sick and the elderly people that are dying tragically from this disease. I'm going to go through what's happening currently because um, we want to keep on top of this, and I'm going to give you a couple stats that might scare you very, very oh, much. Oh, my God. Okay? I'm going
0: I'm to come up with, like, some imaging for the show that's like – it's the It's Time Radio Coronavirus Checkup of the week. <laughs> now yeah, here's well your host that is clearly not comfortable with this illness, Bruce Buffer.
1: <laughs> there I am, baby. There I am, and I'm gonna have to talk. I don't. I don't enjoy talking about this, TJ. Oh, come on. Do you do too. No.
0: It's the first thing we talk about every week.
1: <laughs> well, let's just keep it going. So here we go. Okay. Um, basically. What's going on now is as you've been to the store, you go to like Costco, you go to the stores, there's a lot of panic, there's a lot of fear. People are claiming the media is creating a lot of it, but a lot of it is this media fear, this fear that's out there is real. And the bottom line is, again, I'm going to preface this by saying, daily when you walk around, I just got back from doing a show in Las Vegas, uh, the UFC 248, which we're going to get into, which was an incredible show. Um all leading up to the main event. We'll talk about the two. Uh, with that being said, fist bumps, elbow bumps, everybody was very cautious. The fans were very respectful of me when I would not shake their hands. Sure, I'll still take pictures and stuff unless you're coughing. Um but at the same time, we have to be careful out there. Wash your hands, 20 to 30 seconds. If you do something, you literally have to go wash your hands again. If you use Purell, which is very popular, I went on the Internet to buy a case of Purell for my travels and everything, the little bottles. TJ, they're sold out all over the place. I had to go through about 15 different stores on Amazon to finally find where I could get some Purell. Okay? People are making homemade Purell. You have to use over 60% uh, wood alcohol. A uh, solution like um, vodka is selling off the shelves because people are using vodka to make homemade Purell um, with the alcohol that they put with it um, or you buy regular. You know, there's just a lot of panic out there. And now here's a stat that's very interesting, and I might be off of my numbers. I was watching CNN last night. They were talking about Italy, which Italy now is on total lockdown. People are not going to schools, sporting events are not having spectators. Ten days ago, there were roughly 785 people infected in Italy, which, as of yesterday, was almost equal to the amount of people reported to be infected here in the United States. Ten days later, yesterday, there were 9,000 people infected in Italy. They're in hospitals. The country now is on total lockdown as a result of what's going on, which means that in ten days exponentially, the amount of cases here in the United States based on the way this virus grows and is transferred, could possibly be the same or more. What does that tell you? What that tells you is that the hospitals around the country are going to be overrun to a large extent. I'm not saying I'm praying for this. I'm just telling you this is the possibility. If you sit back today and you watch the stock market go down 2,000 plus points yesterday, the largest uh, downfall of the stock market since I think 2008, when the uh, uh, the web you know, crisis hit and other crises hit. Um, now you look at it today, it's trying to inch back. Last week, up, down, people are losing fortunes. Uh, yes, your stockbroker will tell you your money will come back. Of course, they don't want you to take your money out of the market. You've got to be smart about it. It's a very hey. volatile situation. Wait, one more thing. I'm, just, I'm going over the stat, uh, different things happening here. The airline industry because people are actually dropping rates, probably the greatest rates you can get to fly these days. Why? People are starting not to fly. As a result, tens of thousands of airline workers throughout the country could be without a job in the next couple months. The economic reach of this is as dang- not as dangerous, but is on a high level of danger. Of course, not the danger of if you're 80 or over, which is where it seems to be affecting people that are passing away, the elderly people, especially in men. From what I've you know, been uh, reading and researching here, we don't know where this is going, TJ. It's just getting worse, and it's going to get worse till it gets better, and here's the last thing I'm going to say before you comment, and I have more to tell, too. The stock market in it is getting slammed. Nobody knows where it's, where it's going to go, okay? It's going to take a year to a year and a half for a vaccine to be developed if and when, hopefully, it is developed, which means that this time next year, the stock market is going to suffer the same repercussion during flu season businesses, economics have to prepare and look to the future to prepare for what's going to happen because no matter what happens with this virus, a vaccine will not be created for a year to a year and a half, which means if the virus stays strong and mutates the way it's being reported to do, then next flu season, it's going to be the same thing all over again. I am not a pessimist. I'm just telling what seems to be the potential for the future. People, prepare, 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 but don't panic. Don't panic. Just take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. Avoid contact. Avoid contact. Avoid crowded areas. And in my case, my elderly mother, who is doing great today, very happy, but you know what? Kijiji, she's staying at home. Okay? They are telling, the CDC is telling people if your parents, or your people, if you're elderly, stay at home. Avoid crowded places until this thing is brought under control. Coachella and stagecoach festivals are postponed. Sporting events are happening without spectators now in the United States also. Strip clubs are giving away free mass sanitizers due to the can- canera- can- excuse me, to COVID-19, the coronavirus, right? The world-famous Little Darlings TJ in Las Vegas just announced a massive giveaway. I'm sorry, I'm not giggling at this, but I'm kind of giggling at it. 50,000 bottles of free hand sanitizer, <laughs> hand sanitizer one for each paying customer while the supplies last. Across the country in Tampa, Deja Vu Show girls are giving away free face masks to the first 10,000 paying customers. What is that? That's a marketing ploy in the short cut end to stay in business and protect their customers. Everybody's trying to adapt to this, TJ. It's crazy times. Go ahead. Oh, the time has passed. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I was all interested in what you had to say. That was a joke, but we've
0: moved three different shades of uh, gray from that original point. So go ahead.
1: Well, it's you know, I just want to enforce the fact that I hope everybody out there is paying attention. You know, Italy's being affected. God knows how that is going to transfer to the surrounding European neighboring countries. Uh, the UFC is uh, happily going to London uh, next week. Um, but, you know, there's all this talk. I'm wondering, TJ, if they're going to start canceling sporting events, if it gets to that point here. Think of that economic repercussion. LeBron James has already said that he performs for the fans. He doesn't know if he'd want to play or you know will play if there's no fans in the in the audience. And the NBA now, uh, we talked about it last week with you know the the fist bump area, but there's people even canceling, and now they don't even want to do autograph sessions at training at training sessions. No contact with the public. That's crazy. So we're that's crazy. So I mean, you know. Crazy, but on a serious note, understandable. These are thoroughbreds. But then again, I think every human being is a thoroughbred that should take care of themselves. Where are we going, TJ? I don't know. Uh, Hopefully not to the ER or urgent care. Yeah, hopefully not. But I can see where hospitals, this is all the more reason to remember people, masks do not help you unless you're sick. Okay? They say there's one mask that's produced that does Uh, help against the COVID-19 virus, but you can't get it because it's sold out, but masks are needed in hospitals. I encourage everybody stop buying masks unless you're sick, right? Those hospitals and medical technicians and patients are the ones that need those masks. So we've got to think about the big picture here. I agree. Hopefully it passes. I don't know. Wait it out. Wait it out. You know, wait it out. You're in the market. Wait it out. Wait it out and see. Um, do you have a uh, 401k or anything like that, TJ? <laughs> come on, Buffer. I work in mixed martial arts. Of course I don't. Okay. Well, people that have 401ks are probably freaking out. Try not to freak out. As saying goes, it'll come back. Whether it takes a year, two years, or six months, it's another story. But, again, how deep is it going to go? Be smart with your savings, folks. Be smart with your savings. <laughs> on that note, let's go into uh, what was a very, very exciting show. Very exciting show. UFC 248. Uh, This show, from beginning to co-main event, was one of the best nights of excitement I've seen. And we've had nothing but exciting uh, nights of excitement. Uh, Sean O'Malley's return to the octagon in his Bantamweight division against Jose Quillones, taking Jose, a very, very, very tough fighter, out in the first round, uh, reestablishing Sean O'Malley's undefeated record uh, and reestablishing the force that he is to be reckoned with in the Bantamweight division. Were you impressed with his performance?
0: Oh, 100%. I mean, a uh, long layoff like that, and to come back and uh, not only not miss a beat, but actually look even
1: better. Yeah, no, great stuff. Great stuff. Very impressed with the Olympian, Marco Madsen, still holding on to his undefeated record against the game, Austin Hubbard. Um, man's a masterful wrestler. uh it will be interesting to see how his career develops. I'd like to see him develop more as a striker, even though he did well. Um, but I think he's very formidable and definitely one of the contenders in the lightweight division. Do you agree with that?
0: Yeah, I mean, seasoning, right? You just need more seasoning, more time. But uh, yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah, one of those uh, people I'm excited to watch uh, sort of find their legs in the octagon.
1: Absolutely, one of the people I'm very excited to watch as they grow. Very excited as Sean O'Malley. I'm a bit. I'm a, I'm a fan of Sean O'Malley's. He's a crack up. I, I said, so time to celebrate. You know, I went up to talk to him in the octagon. Time to celebrate after the fight, and of course, he told me how he's going to celebrate the way Sean O'Malley celebrates. And I'm like, go have a great time, kid. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> have fun. Pizza and weed, baby. Sean O'Malley said it himself, right? Yeah, I mean, you
0: know, uh, when in Rome, uh, you can do things like that in Vegas.
1: Hey. You put your blood, sweat, and tears on the line. You want to do anything you want as long as it's legal. You go have a nice time and party. I tell the camps all the time. It's time to celebrate. Go have a great time. Take care of your fighter and enjoy this moment because moments are moments, and now it's on to the next moment. Okay, Alex Oliveira, uh, Max Griffin. Alex Oliveira, I had heard scuttlebutt that he was going to retire if he didn't win this fight, but he won this fight in very exciting fashion and still a force to be reckoned with, no question. Neil Magny, Li Jing Liang. Uh, wow, Neil Magny, great performance against Li Jing Liang. Very, very tough fighter, as we know. Very tough fighter. The knockout of the night, um, the Benil Darush Drakar close. When they were going out of TJ, I was telling myself whoever lands that next punch is going down. And that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, it went from Dariush being uh, almost knocked
1: out to getting his hand raised, and, yeah, that was crazy. That turned on a dime. Very, very crazy. Okay, let's talk about what, to me, and tell me how you feel. I feel that the octagon war between Zhang Weili and Ioana Junjechuk was one of, if not the greatest female championship bout i've ever seen in my life in the ufc in 24 years or in the years that females have been fighting in the ufc would you put it up there or would you call it one of the greatest fights ever
0: yeah uh clearly one of the greatest fights ever uh awesome stuff amazing no losers in that one uh obviously it was uh uh zhang weili that got her hand raised but Yuana should be very happy uh with that fight because uh it'll add to her legacy you know i mean she's already uh, considered to be the greatest strawweight talent the sport has ever seen uh, that chapter um, you know goes into
1: support that even though she didn't get her hand raised absolutely no question and of course we also saw the you know Juana's face at the end of that fight which is you know it just goes to show you hematomas that can happen I did not see her the next day but I heard that that had gone down quite a bit the very next day but you want to talk about tough I mean both of them <laughs> Johanna Jacek is one of the toughest strong-willed women I've ever met in my life, and I'm giving that to Jean Whaley also. As I do respect all female fighters, and let's face it, tough as nails. I'm still blown away, TJ. I still think about that five rounds. I still think about that bout. Who did you have winning? Uh,
0: I don't know. You know, it was one of those fights per where I think I kind of got lost in the whole idea of scoring it round by round. It was just so good. Like I didn't want to, you know, muck it up by you know, adding my own 10s and 9s, I really didn't have a problem with either uh, fighter winning. Um, really, again, was one of those issues where I, I don't think that there was a
1: loser. I really don't. Well, I hope they roll it back. I really hope they roll that one back. I don't hope they roll the main, main event back, but I hope they roll back the strawweight championship. I would love to see them two go at it again. If I'm not mistaken, um, I would venture to guess that Yuan is probably the longest fighter that uh, Zhang Weili has fought. Um, that definitely caused her, you know, a, a couple issues, but she worked through it. Uh, just a highly skilled, highly tough individual and uh, very proud to see her uh, maintain her championship. And I would have been fine if you want to was declared the championship. I'm by myself when I made the announcement. I'm just like you, TJ. Could have gone in either way. Both are winners in a fight that will be enjoyed, relished and remembered for decades, if not forever. Now, let's go into the main event. TJ, one punch thrown in the first round, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> or landed. Um, I was like in shock. I didn't know what I was watching. But who do you think is the reason that the fight went the pace more? Uh, was it the Yo, was it Yo Romero and the way he was fighting that dictated that pace that caused the fight to go that way? Or do you think it's responsibility on both fighters' parts, which is probably the case? Two to tango, right? Yep, two to tango. Yep. Two to tango. You know. It's, it's Israel has his own methodology obviously he wants the fighter coming at him he's an excellent defensive fighter offensive fighter Yo wasn't offering that um I had a, it was it was just weird I, I just gotta say it was just weird um that's about all I can say now next up is Paulo Costa correct uh yeah
0: I mean I, I don't know what his uh recovery time is I know he had that uh, bicep surgery but I also saw a video of him not long ago. Well, I saw the video today. I don't know how long ago it was, but it looks like his uh, his bicep, at least on his right arm, is doing just fine. You mean
1: the Logan Paul video? Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you something about that. I actually was not there for that. Um I'm I'm talking with uh, Grimaldi's, the which is my favorite pizzeria. Uh, they have 40 uh, restaurants all across the country. And I plan on doing some work with Grimaldi's in a spokesperson capacity because I, I love their pizza. I, I can't say enough about it being Italian and how they make it and their whole history. They even fly all their tomatoes over from Italy. I know that might not be the best thing to do today, but <laughs> that, is, that is how uh, keen they are on the quality they put into their pizza, the crust, everything. With that being said, last week, uh, the owner of Grimaldi's had a bunch of people over his restaurant here near my home in Manhattan Beach at their Grimaldi's on there. And I went there with uh, Walid Ishmael, Apollo Costa, who came over my house a couple weeks ago to film his uh, documentary they're going to be releasing after his fight with Israel Adesanya in uh, June, uh, July rather. And um, we had dinner last week there. Logan Paul showed up. Everybody got along great. Um, Logan's been on our show. I got a time to break bread with him. I actually wound up having dinner with him and Paulo and Wally three times in the last week, twice at Grimaldi's, once here and once in Las Vegas on Friday night. Then on Saturday, they invited me to go to that session. They were going to spar and train, and that's when that happened. That was filmed on Saturday, the day of uh, UFC 248 was when you saw that. And Paulo did tell me at lunch or dinner, he goes, I like to go up and wait before I go down. And uh, he has no problem making 185. I think he walks it around at about two thirty, which is amazing. He can lose that much weight, but he's got it down to his science, and he's very much looking forward to fighting Israel Adesanya. Um, Logan Paul is still considering, you know, making a foray into MMA, whether it's UFC, Bellator. Uh, he definitely wants to fight, um, and uh, they want to train together. So we'll see where that goes. That's where all that came about. TJ, interesting. Yeah, yeah, a lot of fun. To- I got to tell you, we were all together with the other people attending. Um, Wolfgang Puck came out and spent time with us in Vegas when we were there having dinner that uh, that night, uh, the show night on Saturday after the show. I said Friday, but Saturday. Uh, we, that's what I mean. That was the third dinner at Wolfgang Puck's. I found everybody to be very entertaining. They're all cool people. And um, we were just laughing the night away, having a lot of fun. And, and having having a couple hours of Wally Ishmael, you can imagine some of the things come out. And also Henry Cejudo and his lovely girlfriend uh, were joining us, too, uh, for that fight. So it was, it was quite a fun Quite a fun crowd. Henry Henry's very cool. Henry's Henry's a lot of fun to hang with too. He seems a little nice. intense though when he's on camera, but I think it's a gimmick. Uh he you know, listen, he's gotta do his thing to sell his tickets just like Connor does his thing and other people do their thing. Henry has his methodology, his way of work, and yes, when that camera rolls, Henry's gonna get serious. He takes his he takes his uh dual belts very, very seriously. Well he's only got seriously. one now. Yeah. I'm sorry. Apologize, yes. Apologize for that. But he he was carrying he He'll be triple C. Yeah, but he'll be triple C forever. I mean, was he carrying that WBO belt, too? No, he only had the two UFC belts with him, which, you know, when you take a good look at those belts, they're beautiful. They really are. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they're fine. They just, I'm not used to them yet. I I like them. I like them. I mean, I love the old one, but I like them. Hey, listen, I I want to break away one thing. It just came over the uh, airways here. It was printed a couple days ago, but I just saw it. Because of all the toilet paper frenzy going on, uh, an Australian newspapers doing its part to help out the nation, right, mm-hmm. with the toilet paper crisis. <laughs> so what they're doing is they're printing extra paper. They're printing uh, newspapers with extra paper.
0: Huh. All right. <laughs> okay. If that's, the, all if that's right. the way it'll work. Okay, great. I mean, whatever, well, whatever gets you through the day, I guess.
1: Yeah, I wonder who even buys newspapers anymore. I love newspapers, but well, not many people buy them. Hey,
0: maybe that maybe it's the newspapers that are actually behind it. They're like,
1: hey, you know what this is how we uh, increase our subscription base. Yeah, Oh, let's let's talk about something here as a parent with the COVID nineteen virus happening, with the fact that people are now, you know, in Italy it's all homeschooling; they don't go to school. And this is a choice that could be made here in Seattle. You know, they closed the schools in Seattle. How do you think your child would, your child, excuse me, how do you think your son would fare switching from being at a public school to suddenly having to do his education online at home? Um, I have no idea. I mean,
0: it's different if he were in like middle school or high school. I could probably give you a much better honest opinion. Because um, on one hand, he loves technology. He does really well with it. On the other He's eight and wants to run around and be social with kids. You know what I mean? So, I don't which know. I think is
1: important. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, that's the only reason I cared to go to school when I was in elementary school was to see my friends. Well, here's
1: the thing. See, this is where I, again, being a realist, not a pessimist. This is the thing that I'm saying. If kids are, it's it's bad enough now that with all the technology, and we talked about the show before, how I feel the communication is going to hell in a handbasket, right? I believe the kids should socialize and be around and be gosh darn it, and be around each other, okay. It's important, so I went yesterday to a counseling session, not a counseling session, where it's like a student uh meeting where Henry at fifteen, I went with his mother Kristen, this is my godson. And he presented to us how he's doing in school, all the projects he's doing. I was able to go into his high school and see the kids. And it was so impressive. And I was so impressed. And I'm thinking, what if he has to do all this at home? Not socializing, not face-to-face with the teacher and everything else. And then you got the other question. How many parents are able and affordable and able to, excuse me, afford the fact to be home with their kid for homeschooling? I mean, who's going to be with the kid while the parents are out making the money? to you know to take care of their lives see what i mean how far reaching this gets oh 100 yeah
0: um yeah my my son's school has actually already uh put out what would happen if uh there's a shutdown here and uh they've taken steps to uh sort of at least get us in line um to know you know what what could happen before the end of the school year i don't know it's crazy bruce like i'm being a little bit hyperbolic when i say that you're you're fear-mongering and whatnot but uh it I mean, I've never had to deal with this in my life before. You know, as long as I've been around, as long as you've been around, maybe you can recall something before my time. But uh, I never uh, can recall anyone. I mean, short of like a mono outbreak in my school, um, I don't ever remember anything like this. I the only thing I remember like this is kind of weird. Um, uh, you know, uh, you know, like skin herpes. You know, like uh, wrestlers can get it from time to time. It's not staph infection, and it's not you know ringworm. It's like skin herpes. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they shut down the Minnesota State Wrestling Tournament because of a of a herpes outbreak uh, among grapplers. That's the only thing That's, I can ever recall getting shut down on a grand stage like that because of, uh, you know, a viral
1: infection. That's not even viral, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I hear you, you know, and, the, and infections are happening all over the world. You know, obviously, we're dealing with the COVID-19 virus, but, you know, another thing hit the— uh, news today i mean we've all heard of the sexually transmitted transmitted infection disease called chlamydia chlamydia, right? chlamydia? yes chlamydia chlamydia it, and you know it's a specific bacteria that causes chlamydia right right and it depends on it depends with other or- interactions with other organisms survive is what they say well get this a team of research i don't know how they find this stuff a team of researchers researchers just discovered several new chlamydia related species that are deep below the Arctic Ocean, what? which survive with no oxygen and without an apparent host organism, as they do in an STD situation, how do they find that? Well, who goes looking for it? Yeah, exactly. Did they say, (laughs) let's just go down and test the bottom and see if there's an STD? You know, I'm I'm very curious about the depths of Antarctica and
0: uh, whether or not there's STDs living below the surface. Let's uh, drill down there and do some sampling. Like, what?
1: Yeah, Exactly. The like, fish are, this, the is, fi- this is something that had to be like stumbled upon by accident, right? Well, I just stumbled upon it by accident as <laughs> I was talking to you. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Oh, man. You know, if the fish are having too much fun, they got to calm themselves down. I, you know, prevent the spread. I'm just joking. I don't know what to say about that. Also, law, you know, here's the thing, too. At the USC, I mentioned earlier when I was at the event, you know, fist bumps, elbow bumps, and now that, you know, they're talking about tapping the foot. Well, that's ridiculous to me. Lawmakers now are telling. We're just going to kick each are, other. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Ha! Lawmakers now are telling people on the Hill to use the Star Trek symbol when they say hello. What? What if you can't yeah. do it, though? Not everyone can do that. <laughs> well, of course, then it's limited. But I mean, this is this is how far fetched it's getting. My God. It's so just don't far-fetched. leave your house. Put a bubble over it. Um,. You know, well, you know, throw your food. There's another, yeah, there's another thing too, TJ, is that you go to a restaurant, right? Let's say that let's say the infection starts spreading very badly, which you know I hope it doesn't, but we all know that we're in danger of it. You're you're in a restaurant. People prepare your food, right? Yeah. And they say this thing can last 10 days. It can last 10 hours. We are getting so many different viewpoints. None of us know. They say that if you're in a room, I was told this weekend that it could travel 10 feet from somebody coughing. Here's
0: the the God's honest truth. You and I don't really have to worry about it. Okay, The elderly have to worry about it. The elderly have to worry about it. And people that are immunocompromised, which my mother-in-law is, um, you and I can live our life for the most part fine you have to watch yourself and how you carry yourself around your mother um simply because you may have it and not know it you know what i mean or maybe on you and you can pass it um beyond that we don't really need to change the way that we live if if i get it i'm going to get over it you know if you get it you'll probably get over it uh, i'm not saying that we shouldn't you know wash our hands or we shouldn't you know be careful and how much we uh you know have human to human contact with others, but I don't know. Like let's let's just be smart and honestly saying that, like when are we not living with the idea that we should be smart? You know? If you are, like if you need me to tell you, hey, be smart, that you've done everything wrong.
1: Well okay? you pointed out a key you pointed out a key factor that is my biggest concern, personally. Yeah. My biggest concern is that I have, like, you know, they say you could have it and not know it, right? The The fear factor of me coming home, let's say, from a trip from Vegas or a trip from London next week and going to see my beautiful little mom to get grounded as I always do when I get home. Right. Chris and I were discussing yesterday, I might take two days off just to see, you know, whatever, but then it doesn't make any difference. I don't know if I've come in contact as none of us know with anybody, and then I go over and say hello to my see, little mama.
0: that's why you should probably have one of those masks that prevents other people from getting the illness. Not that you want to stop from getting it, but you
1: don't want to accidentally transmit it to your mother if you were to have it. So so what, So what, if, what are my choices now? Like what you're saying is for the next three months until this thing hopefully calms down, I talk to my mother through a mask? Yeah, which the
0: alternative to that is way worse than you wearing a mask around her for three months.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I mean, you just don't want to see her. I mean, you could do that. No, no, I see her. You know what I mean? Like that? Week. That's I think that's your real only option, you know, is either a uh, wear a mask around her because you don't want to, you know, expose her to anything. Uh, unnecess- and, that's the, and that's the thing, too, Bruce. It doesn't even matter if it's in your respiratory system. It can live on your skin. You know what I mean? So like even a mask doesn't necessarily protect her from it, but it, it, it lowers the um, exposure rate, if you will.
1: Yes, and then there's the other choice, we, is, which is not to, um, you know, maybe give her a kiss or whatever. But I'll tell, you the, I'll tell you the main thing is, the main thing is, scientists were close to finding a coronavirus vaccine years ago. Then the money dried up. That's already been written about and talked right. about, okay? Test kits, right? Yeah. I wish that we had the test kits that we could have. I would do a test every time I came back from a trip. I would do a test once a week. But even, Call me overly he, cautious whatever. Yeah.
0: But, but even then, I don't know how long it has to incubate in your body to actually show I up on a test. I, I think it's five days. Right. You so know, but again, we're hearing
1: you're all on, the, we're hearing all these different viewpoints.
0: Right. But you're on the road every week. So, like, you're going to wait five days to take the test from when you get home, then you're back on the road again.
1: No. If anything, somebody in my position, and again, it's pretty much the same for everybody out there, just coming in contact with people, is to test yourself once a week and just hopefully you're okay. That's what I'm saying. So, like,
0: like, for you, I would say live your life as normal, but when you go see your mom… Wear a mask.
1: Hi, this is Stephanie from Safeway. Exciting news. Safeway, Chevron, and Texaco are offering even more savings at the pump. Now through September 8th, shop at Safeway and redeem up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards at participating Chevron and Texaco stations and at Safeway fuel stations. Shop Safeway this week and earn up to $1 per gallon in gas rewards. This is Stephanie from Safeway, and we'll see you soon. Maximum gas reward at participating Chevron or Texaco stations is $1 per gallon in a single fill-up, up up to 25 gallons for a limited time. Other restrictions and exclusions apply. See complete details in-store or at safeway.com.
0: Total Wine and More announces points with a purpose. Now through September 13th, collect five times points on wines and spirits. Points earned equals a matching donation to local charities, up to two million dollars in total. Shop with us today or visit totalwine.com.
1: Terms and conditions apply. It's a thought that will be considered. And um Are you gonna be able to live I, with I, yourself if she were to get it and it was no, linked no, back please, to you? Don't, you know what I mean? Not, do not, do not, even ask me that question.
0: Right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not mean, right? I mean, I'm not trying to like be. Tough about it, but like that's a no brainer. Yeah, wear a mask, Bruce. Wear a mask. Yep. I understand. It's it's not I, like she's gonna be uncomfortable around you. You're her baby boy. No, 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 no.
1: It's all good. It's all good, TJ. It's all good. I mean Absolutely. I hate no, it, I... I
0: hate it. Like we need to do something about it, Bruce. Like it, it I I just I don't know. I think uh until it's you know, contained, um this is the fact of life. If you're gonna be around babies or the
1: elderly, wear a mask. Yep. Yep. That's it. It's the only choice we have. Only choice we have. Well, on a lighter side, and we'll probably get back to the other thing, but on a lighter side, uh, Joey Chestnut, you know, the hot dog-eating queen, the food-eating champion. Uh, you like Big Macs, TJ? I mean, not, not particularly, now. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I, you know, I don't eat at McDonald's anyway. Uh, no offense to McDonald's. But a Big Mac is not exactly the most nutritious thing in the world. Hang ever. on, hang on. Let's
0: rewind. Uh, pay to the order of Bruce Buffer courtesy of mcdonald's corporation and then he loves big macs until then (laughs) until then he hasn't made it to your fine establishment mcdonald's
1: sorry when it comes when it comes to food and granted you know a, a lot of zeros can make a difference in some things but uh there is a point where i just can't represent something that i don't want to represent i i'm looking forward to being a hopefully talking about Grimaldi's pizza <laughs> let's put it that way I eat right. a lot healthier there even though it's pizza give me my gluten-free pesto hey. chicken and vegetable Grimaldi pizza I'm happy pizza can be nutritious I, I had a great time with mine yesterday I mean, bur- enjoyed it a burger can be
0: nutritious too it's just you know how it's served what's the quality of the meat
1: what kind well, of bun is reason- it on etc Agreed, but let's talk Big Macs. Okay, that's a whole nother story. Right. right?
0: Hey, uh, real quick, okay. uh, before we. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, Buff, let me. Go, 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 go. go, 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 go. Uh, before we move away from McDonald's, remind me to tell you a story.
1: Okay. So, Joey Chestnut, right, pounded down 32 Big Macs last Thursday. Ugh. 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes. That's roughly one Big Mac every minute and 20, every minute and 10 seconds right does does he just does he have the plumber on speed dial god i don't know but basically that's 15.36 pounds of big macs look and there and there's three pieces of bread on each one yeah how do you do that like literally how do you I, i
0: i mean i don't even know like think about how big your esophagus is right would you be able to tear up that many burgers in that amount of time and shove them down that hole no no I don't think so. And granted, like eating's different, but my, the point is still the same. Like that's an insane amount of just mass to try to fit in
1: your stomach. Crazy. Yes, it is. Totally, totally insane. Totally um, insane. Can can I tell you my McDonald's thing real quick? Yes, please go ahead. Right do, do you
0: have HBO? Of course. Um, you need to check out the show. It's a mini series. The finale was last night. It's a show called McMillions. And, oh, you were uh,
1: talking about that recently. Yeah, yeah
0: and uh, the, la- the show last night was on. And uh, if you haven't seen it yet, Bruce, I mean, I can't tell enough people to check it out. It is, it is awesome. It covers the uh, 1990s uh, Monopoly game put on by McDonald's. And essentially, uh, from the time of 1989 until about 2001, there was no legitimate uh, high-value winner uh, of the Monopoly game pieces. And
1: uh, yeah, it it's blows your mind. TJ, I started watching that. Uh huh. And it, it blew my mind from the first minute I started. I just haven't had time to finish it. it. It blew my mind from the first moment I started watching it. Yeah, really good stuff. W- yeah, really good stuff. When you realize, you know, the the wool that could be pulled over your eyes by even the biggest companies in the world, it, it, it's crazy. Crazy. Little note here UFC Steve Amiocic, he says his eyes healing well. He's looking to fight Cormier in the summer. They haven't announced that fight. Uh, but that seems like the fight that should happen, don't you think? Yeah, I don't. I, I don't vision? hate
0: it. I mean, I, the only thing that I I hate about it is I really don't care to see Cormier have another fight other than uh, Miochich. And if Cormier wants to fight and Stipe is willing to uh, accommodate, that's the fight that should be made. Um, outside of that, like I like DC in the analyst position; does a great job there. Um, but I great mean, job. There, there really isn't anything left for him to do other than fight Steepe again. Or if he wants to, you know, make some money getting a couple more fights. But for the most part, uh, his legacy is already written in ink. Win or lose against Stipe, uh I, I think he's still, you know, the greatest or one of the greatest, whichever you want to uh, say. Uh, both of those things, I think, are consensus. One of the greatest, if not the greatest heavyweight of all time. Um, you know, another uh, fight with Miocic may sort of flesh that out a little bit. But beyond that, uh, we don't need to see anything more from him.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I'll go with you on all those counts, most definitely. Uh, getting back to the, uh, we're going back and forth. But the, the COVID 19 virus it just takes up so much space in the news. There's so many things to talk about. But here's a couple of the closures of sorts that are happening. Both Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy are closing down their shows. And I respect what I mean is they're going to be filming, but no audiences are be allowed. They're also shutting down audiences.
0: I mean, I, I guess I don't totally understand how effective that. Is really because, I mean, if you go out in public, you're exposed, like you're going to be exposed. Right. So by not allowing people to come in, like, is there a long period of time where you're carrying the virus and you don't know it and it's contagious and you're not showing any symptoms? Is that possible? Yes.
1: Okay. Yes. So- they, they, they say a lot of the carriers, right, potentially show no symptoms. It, it, this, this it, listen, I, I wish Eddie Broad was on the show because I'm probably going to agree with him on, on a conspiracy theory right now. Whether you want to call it or whether it's documented or proven, please tell me if it has been. I am of the belief that this is genetically created, laboratory created, biochemical warfare device. Which reportedly, the guy, if I'm correct in this, that, cre- that developed this, has already died from it. Okay. And when you're going to make a bio warfare item such as a well, COVID-19 okay. potential, you want to make it so it mutates. Everything we're reading about developed like you just or can't discovered this thing. Because the guy that the, discovered the, it, yeah, he died. There was nothing that said he developed it. No, okay, then I take that back. He discovered it, he died, correct. But there's a lot of talk that this is a, if I'm using the term correctly, oh. chemically engineered bio warfare weapon, potentially. Maybe. I mean, they've said that about many illnesses. Well, if you look at it, it's, it seems to be a pretty perfect <laughs> bio warfare weapon. But yeah, but knows? it's not
0: only affecting one you know, group of people. It's affecting everybody. Like, I mean, if it was genetically engineered, I mean, maybe, you know, it got out more than they wanted it to, but you would generally think that you would try to create something to where it was confined to a certain area and attack those people. But, I mean, it's everywhere.
1: Well, we we won't know because we don't know. And we're dealing with a country we're originated in that we won't know, you know, exactly what's true and what's not. Hopefully we will at some time. I got some more Big Mac news for you. Uh oh. Let's go. Came out. It came over the airwaves two hours ago. We just talked about Joey Chestnut downing 32 Big Macs in 38 minutes uh, with three, you know, what is that term? Three all beef patties, three, you know, three,
0: uh, no, two all beef patties, special, hang on. What
1: is it? Dang it. Two all beef
0: patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed pun.
1: Well, Get ready for the big news. Joey Chestnut hit his world record uh, time with the Big Macs right in the right time. Because now, Big Mac is going, rather McDonald's, going to be releasing two new forms of Big Mac. One will have one patty, and one will have four. What? Four. Why? They're going to be coming out with a four patty Big. Because they like everything else. They got to come out with something new to load the pipeline to create excitement. Okay. Whether it's the McRib yeah. sandwich they come out with for a limited time each year, this is called marketing and sales. Yeah, but okay, okay, but but the McRib is is a seasonal thing that is great, and and
0: if people like it, it's nice to have it one time a year. Like, there's no, there's no real marketing of hey, come on down to McDonald's and in one sandwich you can have your you know caloric intake for the next three days in one meal, like. It's fine to me, like I hate to say this, maybe maybe I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth to some people, but if, you're, if you own a restaurant, Bruce, if you own, you know, Buff Mac, okay, you want, you want the Buff Mac sandwich, you're going to go down and you're going to go get it in this one place and it's probably going to be in a very nice part of town. You go there, you get the four, you know, the quad burger, if you will. But you don't do right. that when you have hundreds of thousands of locations all over the world. Because that's not, like, really a unique thing. That's just you being ridiculous and mass-producing obesity, really. Well, it, Like, well, I don't have a problem with the McDonald's- heart attack grill, right? In Vegas, that's fine. But there's not a heart attack grill in every city.
1: Well, in McDonald's case, it's on almost, you know, every other block, depending on the city. Right. But it's crazy. They have a method to their madness, let's face it. You know, I think they came out with a veggie Form or a uh, plant form burger. Thank God for that. You know, they're doing what they do, but they still got to feed their basic customer base, which just loves eating this food. Now, you want a McDonald's single cheeseburger? It's a single patty with a dollop of sauce. It costs $2.29. The double Big Mac with the four patties is going to cost $5.49. It has 720 calories and 43 grams of fat. Go have fun, people. See? Go have fun. I uh, will get sick to my stomach if I eat that.
0: Well, It's not even that, Bruce. Like, to me, a fast food burger for the most part isn't good in general because of what it is it's a fast food burger right like you drive through a place you order it and 30 seconds later they give it to you um right the quality of that burger is going to go even down further when they're smashing four pieces of meat together you know and then shoving it through the window like i don't know i mean i don't mean to be a food snob here but like why would you want to eat something that people are just throwing together in a box and, and shoving it out the window uh, when it's that disgusting to begin with? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't I'm,
1: know. I'm, I'm with you, and I'm going to go into one more little story here before we talk about the UFC this weekend and sign off. And I'm completely with you on that, but I'm just reading something here that I'm ready to just lose my friggin' mind over. <clears throat> you ever hear of a white giraffe? No. Well, they're very rare, okay. They just found the remains of two stunning white giraffes that lived at the Kenyan Wildlife Sanctuary. They were found in a skeletal state. It was a mother giraffe and her calf, and they were killed by poachers i i don't I don't get it how do they know
0: it was white if it was found in their skeletal state?
1: They claim that they i guess I'll let me go through further and the they claim gone. these are the two, yeah, but they claim these are the two that lived at the wildlife sanctuary they skeletal state. Uh, killed by poachers. So I assume they knew that they were there and they had gone missing. Yeah, they knew they like. were there. They were missing for like four months.
0: Got it. And yeah, had, I mean,
1: yeah, they, that pisses
0: me off, Bruce, because like you didn't even, not that there's any justification in killing them, but like you didn't take them, right? Like you just killed yeah, them mean, and went off with what, your day.
1: Yeah, why did they need to kill them?
0: Like at least when you kill a rhinoceros, you're taking its ivory. I mean, it's a disgusting, stupid thing to do. But at least you're getting well, something out of it, you know. Like if you kill two drafts, what you're just killing them.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Well, actually, the, you know they're they're the they're the world's largest land animal, tallest land. It's not largest, rather tallest land animal. Right next right? to Shaq. Right. Next, yeah. <laughs> well, they've already lost forty percent of their population in the last thirty years. Why? On their way to extinction because of because of poaching and wildlife. But traffic. do we know
0: what what they're doing? Like, so obviously they're being poached for some sort of reason. No.
1: I yes, but I would assume. Um, not that I think poachers are that smart of an individual, other than looking for some cash. But what are they getting out of this? That's I don't what get I'm it. Saying. I'm, like, like I don't get it. Uh,
0: I can't remember what it is. Um, there's something in, in, in I don't know what part of the world, but there's a belief that in like some animal's penis, there's the cure to erectile dysfunction. So uh, the
1: rhinoceros, rhinoceros. Yeah, so they poach rhinoceros. that. Like, yeah, oh, that's, so like, no, the horn. That's the horn. The horn for okay. rhinoceros. Yeah, yeah but okay,
0: so like at least, at least they're. There's a purpose in killing it. Yeah, I understand your it doesn't point, Doesn't sound like there's any wrong. purpose in
1: killing these drafts. There's not, but here's the other thing. TJ, the Kenya Wildlife Service said that these two animals were were two of only three left. The other one is the last one known which is the Tarangire National Park in Tanzania. And it was only spotted in January 2016. So, so it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. <sighs> it's disgusting. I just don't get it. Like I don't get it either. I don't get poaching, period. I understand what you're saying. I understand the prize and all that. It, there's, anyway, a, you
0: know there's a Netflix special. I haven't seen it. I just saw um, the fact that it was on the, the list or whatever available to watch. Uh, it's about uh, a woman that kills lions. And, uh, yeah, I need to watch it because it, it goes into, like, explaining why this woman feels the need to go do trophy hunting. And, and I'm curious to watch that because I just – I mean, I've killed things. I've killed many of things. Um, never did I kill anything just to kill it, ever. And, uh, you know, once, I, once my father passed away, it was like, oh, you know what? I don't really like killing things. And I've never I mean, killed anything since. Clarify, clarify Dexter,
1: what you mean is hunting.
0: What do you mean, clarify Dexter?
1: You did. You didn't. I was joking. I was making a joke. You're saying killing things, but oh what you yeah, mean yeah, hunting, yeah, As I a mean, hunter, yeah. As a I hunter, mean,
0: I, I think that goes without saying. Yeah, yeah. Of course, as a hunter,
1: uh, I wasn't just you going never out in the woods. The way, in this day and age, you never know the way people interpret the English language. Anymore. <laughs> no, no, I, so that's I very true. No, thanks. That. Thanks
0: for covering yeah. me on that. Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want you to get a knock on the door from the investigative people wondering, well, hmm, what else have you done? Right. Okay. No, now. No. Okay. No worries. UFC fight night, Brasilia, Brazil. Um, I've been getting a lot of texts and, and notes from Brazilian fans. I'm going to tell you now, I will not be in Brasilia, Brazil. I will be in London next week. I'm sorry I'm not coming to my beloved Brazil, but I think we do have a show scheduled there, of course, in May, and I will be there, and I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's a hell of a card. We've got Charles Oliveira uh, with Kevin Lee coming back, fighting each other, Demi Amaya and Gilbert Burns. That's going to be very interesting, uh, the striker and the jiu artist. No, uh, no, Chir- no, 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 no. Gilbert Burns is not
0: a striker. Uh, they're both really fantastic. Oh, oh, players. great, good, yeah. good. My, my I think, bad, I think my you, bad. you, you, I, I do this all the time, Bruce. I, every time I hear Gilbert Burns, I think of Kevin Burns, who was a much that's different. One, yeah, same, 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 same thing.
1: Yeah, but I know, I know Gilbert, and I'm of sorry, course. Gilbert, if you're listening, I apologize. I got your style wrong, but you know what? If that's the case, even more of a masterful fight to look at. Oh, um, it's, it's going to be something. Very, it's the case.
0: most intriguing fight of the weekend for me.
1: I think so. Well, Johnny Walker coming back against Nikita Krylov, I, I think that's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, that's a, that's a fight that I have no idea how to break down or pick. Um, it's, it's, it's a good uh, sneaky little card uh,
1: on Saturday. Definitely worth people's times. I'll tell you another good one. Uh, Juicy Air Formiga against Brandon Marino. Yeah, that's a great one. The flyweight bout, that's a great one. And Francisco Trinado against John McDessie. McDessie always coming into brawl. And Trinaldo. That, I, no, this is a good card. This is a good card. What's well, always a good card? Right, so I'm looking forward to looking at you, uh Hanayaya down on the prelims against Enrique Barzola, and apparently Davis's. he
0: prefers Ronnie, which drives me crazy because he's the only
1: Brazilian I know that prefers the hard R, but yeah, Ronnie yeah uh, yeah, we've got we get that one you know in a rare once in a while, but that's one of the reasons that you know John Anik or uh, whoever's you know Brendan, whoever's working the show or Dan Hardy, uh, John Gooden. we always make it a point to go over names and make sure we're no, yeah, you know, the, the reason same. I bring it up is because Andy brought it up on his podcast this week. Yo, he would know. One thing John knows his names. John Ack knows his stuff, no question. All right, TJ, that's pretty much it for me. Um, I am going to London next week. Uh, we're going to have – I'm planning to have Henry Cejudo on his time radio next week. So let's hope that comes through, and we'll get uh, Triple C on the show, and we'll talk about uh, his two, three, one belts. <laughs> what does he
0: <laughs> You
1: know, anywhere from one to three titles. That's all right. Hey, listen. The accomplishment that man's made in his career is amazing. You can't talk anything oh, down no. about it. It's I mean, anybody amazing.
0: anybody who kind of you know talks smack about Henry Cejudo, they're doing so because of his personality, not because of his credentials. Because uh, I mean, the man is three C. All for you know the credentials really that he owns. So yeah, he's
1: no. a, he, he's a showman in his own right. But I will tell you, I have had the pleasure of breaking bread with Henry this twice in the last week, spending the time I mentioned earlier in the show with him. Very intelligent, very entertaining, uh, excellent conversationalist. I good times with Henry Sudo. Um, so we, I went out consider a friend. Absolutely. There we go. You know what I mean by that, TJ. They're all my friends, all acquaintances, everything else. But, you know, some people I get a chance to spend time with, and that's where you create relationships. You don't have to explain it to me. I get it. <laughs> you know it. You're in the same biz. You understand.
0: I mean, you know, I don't cheer for people because they're my buddies. But I also, you know, don't uh, hate seeing them have success.
1: Well, I love to see everybody successful, and you know me with fights. It's made the best man winner, and I'm an equal opportunity announcer. So with that being said, let's look forward to a hell of a show this weekend in Brasilia, an excellent show next week in London, which we'll cover on the show next week. Uh, TJ, go ahead. Let everybody know what's up. Uh, Yeah, I mean,
0: not much to talk about. Uh, A little bit of a downtime for me personally. Uh, If you have time, uh, check out some of my uh, podcasts available uh, wherever you get podcasts. Just do a search for Between Rounds Radio. Um, If you would like to support some of our shows and want ad-free exclusive content, uh, visit patreon.com forward slash between rounds.
1: Excellent. And I want to tell everybody that uh, over the last week, my movie pick uh, for everybody to watch is by the great Clint Eastwood, who at uh, 89 years old just released his last directorial film, which he's fantastic at doing and writing and directing. And it's the Richard Jewell story, the story about the 1996 I'm correct in that, uh, the bomb went off at the Olympics in Atlanta, and about the security guard that found him and how he was run through the coals. So I this thought he is, was
0: guilty to this date until I read the synopsis and then actually like went into the story. I mean, I was in sixth grade at the time, but uh, it was a, yeah, blew me away, Buff.
1: It is a very emotional uh, you feel this film, you feel for him, you feel for his mother. He was raked across the coals by the media, one person in particular that one broke that story after she found out that the FBI was investigating him, and she got wind of that, and then she wrote the, the uh, media frenzy story, which basically ruined the man's life. Tragic. But this film is – Clint Eastwood is so good at this, TJ. He's so good at covering this stuff and, and, and putting it on, this, on film. So I highly recommend this film. You think it's time. really the last one, or is this like Kiss's farewell tour? You don't. You don't know with him. I mean, he's just he's phenomenal. You don't know. I'm. I. I. He'll never stop until and he stops. You
0: know what? And I guess uh, the big difference is if Clint Eastwood does another film, uh, no one will be upset. But if Kiss continues to do farewell tours, uh, people
1: are going to tell them to kiss their ass. So. Well, they are. We already, we already contracted I, I think I mentioned this before. Michael does the uh, Oh, the I know. They're still vocals. on it right now. They're still on it. They're, they're, they're doing a second tour. Oh, they're, they're out are there. you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. It's this year. It's all planned throughout the year. No, I know that. They're on it right now. They're doing another one after it? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Oh, this okay. is that big 30 or 40 cities right. are doing this year. It's, it, it don't just scare blows, me. It, blow, it blows me away. Hey, listen, Kristen went to it. She said it was an amazing concert.
0: Yeah, but it's the same show they did in 99.
1: Kiss fans, baby.
0: No, the Kiss, Kiss fans, fans are over it. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> I don't know <laughs>
1: if you say they are. I'll listen to I'm you. I'm telling you. Well, they might be over it, but they're selling out every every single arena they go to is a sellout. So good for them. Good for them. Hey, so- I be born every second. T- I want to be announcing in my 70s. Well, yeah. So. I mean, you're going to be announcing
0: 70 years after you're dead. Hologram <laughs> technology <laughs> is a great thing.
1: Hologram, baby, hologram. All right, enough of me. All about everybody listening. I wish everybody out there a great week. TJ, thanks so much. We'll be back next week with another solid show. Um, And uh, what can I say? Love you all. I want to make sure that all of you do what I always tell you to do. Set your goals. Write them down. Learn about them. Be the best you can be so when you set out on that path to achieve your goals, you just do the best job you can. And whether you're first place, second place, third place – The fact that you're doing the best job you can means that you're a winner. Everything else is ice cream and cherries on top of the cake. So enjoy yourselves, people. Be honest, be strong, be respectful, and be a role model to your sphere of influence. Buffer out. The preceding podcast was a TJ DeSantis production. Comments, questions, and inquiries can be directed to DeSantisProd at gmail.com. Fast Internet, the most reliable wireless network and savings. It's a win-win-win. Get Xfinity Internet and mobile together and save hundreds a year on your wireless bill. Now that's simple, easy, awesome. Get started with Xfinity Internet for $24.99 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Plus, save up to $400 a year when you get Xfinity Internet and mobile together. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends nine twenty-one twenty. 21 apply. New performance starter plus internet customers only. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply.
0: Wireless savings compares to averages of top providers. Signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Touch-free QR code payments. No seller fees until 2021. Not applicable to PayPal here transactions. Other fees may apply. Shop safe with PayPal. Let's jump into Pepper's world of play.
1: Look for spring flowers. Hunt for muddy puddles. And bravely explore exciting places with Pepper play sets. Pepper pig.